You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, people, the time of the evening where you join us on Medical Talk. Dr. Abdul Majid Khatmi from the UK has once again produced a powerful show, National Hygiene Week. Alhamdulillah. Cleanliness is next to godliness and, and the House of Islam, Tahara, takes a top priority. So, inshallah, I want you to enjoy. Let me welcome you. All our the hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Dr. Abdul Majid Khatmi, Bismillah. A'uzu billahi minash shaitan rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salam ala sayyidna Muhammad al mab'usi rahmatan lil alameen. All praise to Allah, the only God, the one God, the creator. To all the legislators, to mankind, and peace and blessing upon our only teacher, our only physician, our only guide, the mercy to humanity, Sayyidna Muhammad, Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik alayhi. My dear sister, my dear brother, Alhamdulillah, I'm back. Dr. Abdul Majid Katmi speaking to you from the United Kingdom. Fascinating subject again in the West or in the UK, National Hygiene Week. National Hygiene Week, 3 to 9 October. Strangely, just finished tonight, 9 October. The West, the educated doctor, the hygienist, all this week, 3 to 9 October, have been discussing how to take hygienic measure to be clean to avoid infection etc hygiene link to cleanliness nadafa in arabic tahara in arabic etc fascinating to give you tonight a new scientific medical miracle of the teaching of Islam on hygiene. It's unbelievable. I would love, if you don't mind me saying, all doctor to listen, non-Muslim and Muslim. I would love all those involved in but bacteriology and infection and disease to listen to this discovery in Islam. A lot of instruction from Quran, from Hadith related to hygiene. Wallahi, wallahi, wallahi. WHO, World Health Organization, all top Western doctor organization, non-Muslim, etc. They haven't got, they haven't got this 
big list of fascinating hygienic measures prescribed in Islam more than 1400 years ago, coming from a man living in the desert who couldn't read or write and giving you hundreds of instruction in hygiene. The West didn't get it yet. The West did not know about it yet. Believe me, they're scratching the surface in the West regarding hygiene. I wish some Muslim doctor, bacteriologist, those involved in bacteria infection, try to make, after my talk, a video, a YouTube, or try, if you are happy with it, you agree with what I said, to publicize it to Muslim doctor, to non-Muslim doctor, to patient, to Muslim patient, to non-Muslim patient. This subject is great for da'wah too, subhanAllah. They talking on hygiene, they got only 5%. The 100% are in the teaching of Islam. In the Quran, in the Hadith, in the Sunnah, in the behavior of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Let me first start with this small introduction. Muslims are deeply in love with water. If you compare Muslims to all other followers of religion, to all secular, to all non-Muslim scientists and doctors, you will find only Islam. Deeply in love with water, the friendship day and night. Having water to clean yourself for hygienic reason from water day and night. Water in many Islamic practice and behavior. Water is almost free, is effective, safe, oh, sanitation, antiseptic. SubhanAllah. Clean water is a must. Tahoor water. In Arabic, tahoor is a must in every way of life, in every society, family, in every society, is a must. Unfortunately, poverty is contributing to the poor hygiene of people today, even among hundreds of millions of Muslims, unfortunately. To have this superior hygienic measure, you need sanitation, you need facility, availability for clean drinking water or water for cleaning, for shower, you know, for bath, etc. 
when you want to know about any subject, as I used to mention before, you always go to the big two holy permanent reference, the holy book Al-Quran. The Ahadith of Sayyidina Muhammad the Sunnah, the behavior of the preacher on hygiene to all humanity. Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. To give you the ayat, only the ayat on hygiene in the Quran, I need one to two short. To give you the ahadith on hygiene from the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi I need separate again one or two short. I'm just picking up sample now simple to start you know with the strongest prescription in Islam the biggest one to have continuous daily hygiene and cleanliness at least five times a day wudu Ablution. Not many people think about it. I would like doctor to look at it from hygienic angle, from prevention of infection angle. We don't think about it. Let me let me mention the famous area, which any non-Muslim doctor, hygienist, bacteriologist, he will be shocked, she will be shocked. They will be taken by surprise to have this ayah in the Quran prescribed to the follower of Islam in the middle of the desert, subhanAllah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let me start reading it in Arabic, then in English. Ayah Quran, Surah, Chapter 5, to, you know, and Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu إذا قمتم إلى الصلاة Listen now what to do فاغسلوا وجوهكم وأيديكم إلى المرافق وامسحوا برؤوسكم وأرجلكم إلى الكعبين وإن كنتم جنبا فاطهروا وإن كنتم مرضى أو على سفر أو جاء أحد منكم من الغائط أو لامستم النساء فلم تجدوا ماء فتيمموا صعيدا طيبا فامسحوا بوجوهكم وأيديكم منه ما يريد الله ليجعل عليكم من حرج ولكن يريد ليطهركم يريد ليطهركم 
وليتم نعمته عليكم لعلكم تشكرون يا سلام The first divine holy prescription for best hygiene during the day generally at least five times a day wudu ablution continuous washing wash and flush wash and flush unbelievable you don't find that in any religion of the world you don't find that in the world health organization you don't find that in all medical non-muslim conference in the world yes salam going to spirituality and prayer and salat you do this step to have not only clean mind hygienic mind but first clean hygienic physical body and organ and the fascinating thing about it where usually the virus bacteria jam sit you wash it you need to analyze the step of wudu and to look to it from angle of hygiene look at it from under angle virus bacteria what's happening why allah chose this organ to be washed frequently you will find them the base the big source for virus and bacteria in your body let me read it in english bismillahirrahmanirrahim or you who believe you need a believer even between you and me i always say forget religion prescribe the hygienic measure in islam without talking of religion is a dawa too people have allergy to them from religion especially in the west prescribe most of my talk related to islam without mentioning islam is a great way of dawa subhanallah let me go to the ayah again oh you who believe when you rise up to prayer before the five daily prayer order from allah is not left to human device human by nature lazy careless by and large before the prayer go wash your face face the face the eye the lip subhanallah wash your face and your hand hand the biggest spot in the body to have virus bacteria dirt when used during like 18 hours a day the hand the hand is a big subject to discuss on its own and why there is a big campaign in the west wash your hand big campaign by non-muslim because they haven't got washing to the hand in all their religion in all their life allah said wash your face and your hand as far as the elbow yes allah because most likely when you walk etc thing will go on hand up to the elbow you know 
generally. Then, and wipe your head, your head up, above the eyebrow, up, a little bit of the hair, front hair, can carry bacteria. You know, this is maybe wise, from a gene point of view, to have like a cap or cover to your hair generally. And during the day, our sister protected by the hijab. Allahu Akbar. These crazy people today, feminists in Iran, in the West, in U.S., what are they doing now? Unbelievable. Campaign to cut the hair, to oppose hijab. They don't know what, what hijab is for. Why this cuff woman should cover? It's a big subject on its own, subhanAllah. Wipe your head and your feet. Two feet. Because during the day, especially when you wear sock, there will be sweating, there will be growth of fungus, of bacteria, etc. Give me president, non-Muslim. Give me non-Muslim king or queen. Give me non-Muslim prime minister or doctor or scientist. Wash his feet, two feet, five times a day. Wash his face five times a day. Wash her hand five times by three. The other beauty, three times. You don't wash your face once, three times. You wash your hand three times, subhanAllah, before each prayer. The ayah says, wipe your head and your feet to the ankle. And if you are under an obligation to perform a total ablution, complete ablution, then wash yourself. And if you are sick or on a journey, or one of you come from the ha'it, from toilet, etc., or you have touched the woman and you cannot find water, take, be, be take yourself to pure earth, tayammum. The earth, the soil is antibacterial, is antiseptic. Tayammum, when you don't have facility of water and wudu, especially tayammum, you can do it easily when you are patient in hospital. You know, you don't have to do all the wudu ablution for this temporal difficulty in doing wudu. So, betake yourself to pure earth and wipe your face and your hand with this light dust, light scent, or a stone from the earth, you touch it. Allah does not desire to put on you dif any difficulty, ya salam. Deenu yusr wa laysa deenu asr. Allah say, said it many times in the Quran. In a hadith mentioned by the Prophet, Allah and the Prophet would like to make facility, easy way for you in implementing your religion. Only some People make life difficult for themselves. But he wish you to purify you. Look at that. Purify, pure. 100% clean. 
to purify you. And that he may complete his favor on you so that you may be grateful. You may be grateful. Are we grateful to Allah? Do we say after each we do, Alhamdulillah, thank you Allah for guiding me to this fascinating to this fascinating hygiene measure even bacteriologists of today doctor specialist in hygiene today they don't know it they don't practice it only the physician muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam has brought it to us more than 1400 years ago as you know subhanallah so this is just one ayah a large number of ayat on hygiene i have got time for that subhanallah let me pick one or two hadith from the prophet muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. he said surely allah loves those who repent Tawbah. and he loves those who keep themselves clean 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 look at that just one hadith allah loves who do repentance and he loves those who keep themselves clean full hygienic prescription so chapter surah 2 ayah 2 2 2 subhanallah another hadith keeping clean is half of the face half of the face another hadith cleanliness is part of faith subhanallah as i said i don't have big time to get you a lot of hadith a lot of ayat on hygiene you know now look to the to the prescription of ablution in some detail by the prophet muhammad so we mentioned the basic before quran ayah on ablution now the completion of hygiene in wudu ablution is coming from the physician muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam this hadith personally fascinates me more and more and more hazrat abu huraira sahabi radiallahu anh, reported the messenger of allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said listen all humanity listen muslim secular muslim non-practicing muslim listen listen bacteriologist listen who to learn a little bit of hygiene the messenger of allah said when a muslim or a believer wash his face in the course of wudu look at that look about two in one three in one look at the physical hygienic cleanliness coming with another bonus ya allah ya allah allahumma salli ala muhammad wa ali muhammad 
He said, when a Muslim believer washes his her face in the course of wudu, look at that. Listen, please. Every sin which he committed with his eye or her eye will be washed away. Ya Allah, Ya Allah. Not only superior hygienic to avoid germ, virus, bacteria, another bonus. Another bonus from you, from, for you. What the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, sin gone from your eye. How much we commit sin in our eye. Look into haram, may Allah forgive us all. Will be washed away. And he commit with the earth, will be washed away from his face with water. Or with the last drop of water. Look, wudu and clearing your sin together, look at that. He washed away. When he washed away his hand, her hand, every sin which is committed by his hand will be effaced from his hand. Out, taken away, gone. No accountability to the sin. You are not paying the price for the sin anymore. Wudu took your sin away. Every sin which is committed by him will be affected from his hand with the water or with the last drop of water. And when he washes his feet, every sin his feet committed. You know, I mentioned beforehand, hand can do a lot of haram things. Hand can touch a lot of haram things. Full of sin, apart from full of bacteria and virus, you know. So when he washes his feet, every sin his feet committed will be washed away with the water or with the last drop of water until he finally emerged cleansed of all his sin. Look at that. Not only cleans of all, almost all virus, bacteria, infection, he's cleansed from all his sin. Two in one, my dear brother and sister. I say three in one because anything in Islam, economic too, because you avoid hundreds of infection and disease and drug and hospital, etc., etc. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa Muhammad. This hadith has the same meaning mentioned, another hadith, you know, when minor sin washed away by wudu, in other words, wudu is a mean purification of the body as well as the soul. Another fascinating thing, a beautiful hadith, the meaning, when you do wudu five times a day, the Prophet said, you are like sitting on a river, river, nahr in Arabic. River, cleaning yourself all the time. You are like sitting on a river. I don't want to go to this issue of health benefit of ablution. It needs a, a show on its own. At least ablution refresh your body. Reflexology in your feet therapy. Washing new nose prevent microbic disease. 
Washing arm activate blood circulation. Washing hand prevent you from a lot of disease. Rinsing mouth prevent systematic disease. I didn't mention in Udu, washing the mouth three times. Washing the nose three times, you know, and touching, cleaning the, the ear outside and the front of the hair, you know, the hair in the front of your head, you know, all place washed. The common place, doctor, tell you where virus and bacteria are sitting. Remember that, my dear brother and sister. I'm carrying on with the subject about National Hygiene Week, which, which has just finished tonight. And I'm bringing you a few fascinating hygienic prescriptions from the Quran and from the Ahadith of the Prophet Muhammad The subject is still very wide, very big to discuss it. I will do my best and maybe have to leave some to discuss the other day coming soon about World Hand Washing Day. Maybe I will combine it. The rest of my talk is World Hand Washing Day, which another fascinating subject to discuss related only to the hand. So hand washing at least 25 times a day, you know, 15 by wudu, five daily prayer, etc. And obviously hand washing to prevent Corona, to prevent COVID-19 and about 50 to 100 infection. Left hand for dirty thing. Look to this specialization, division of activity. You never find it in any part of the world. Not by WHO, not by doctor in the West. Left and to touch dirty thing, to do stinger, to go to the toilet, etc. Right hand for Quran, to touch your baby, your wife. Right hand to, sh uh, to shake with the other brother. This separation between two hands, fascinating. So whatever, anything, not good, not clean, should come to your left hand. Amazingly, we wash bones in wudu, right hand and left hand, but precaution in Islam, left hand for dirty thing. You don't find it in the West. You don't find it in WHO. Another things we're discovering, water is the best sanitizer, yes, Salam. Best sanitizer, I'll mention a little bit about it after, is effective, safe, almost free and available. Sanitizer! They don't like it, many doctors, to say that. Put sanitizer in every mosque, buy it. Some of them have alcohol, have a lot of uh, chemical harmful to the hand to skin, I will mention it later. Look to the beautiful advice, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Although we are the biggest community, to, the more community use water in the world, 
The Prophet Muhammad asked us to avoid wastage of water. This today a big campaign in the West. Don't waste water. Subhanallah. He said it to you before in wudu, in, in cleaning yourself, etc. Even if you have shower or bath, etc. No wastage of water. This is a big problem today in the West. And to go to do wudu, ablution, look to this helpful physiological prescription. Empty your bowel. Go and pass urine. You're going to pray, you're going to have full wudu, you know, and pray. This reminder, because man is lazy by nature. He, she will say, oh, I will go later to the toilet. I will go later to do wee-wee. This five times, so you, you don't disturb the reflex in your urinary brother. It should be implemented every time you feel the desire to pass urine or to empty your bowel. This is five light prescription way before you do the wudu. Clean water, mouth, nose, eye, as I said before. Not only that, we have dentists also in wudu. Miswak, 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 a big new campaign today about miswak. We neglected miswak, two in one, two space and two space. We neglected it by in large majority of Muslim. <clears throat> what else they notice about Islamic hygienic measure? <clears throat> Hydrotherapy, did you hear about that? A campaign in the West to flush water on your face, on your hand, on your arm, many times during the day. They're crawling to wudu slowly in the West. Hydrotherapy. Hydrotherapy. Importance to flush, to wash, to put. This by non Muslim, not Muslim on your face, on your hand, on your arm, because they found it therapeutic, refreshing, better concentration, able, cleaning more, etc. Subhanallah. And I touched before also about massaging your feet. It looked to me maybe linked to this therapy called reflexology. It looked to me. Oral hygiene, the highest in Islamic behavior. Frequent, frequent wash to the mouth, using miswak, teeth care, washing inside the mouth, the tongue, the tonsil to avoid infection, three times in each wudu ablution. Not only that, frequent shower, frequent bath, and bath after period, and after giving birth, etc. for women, and on Friday, and after sleeping, husband and wife, intimate relation, on the way to Hajj, yes, yeah, Salam.
prescription. Man is weak, is lazy. Look to that. All this so far facilitate hygiene measure. You know, you don't find it. Practiced by the Western man or woman. You don't find it in the WHO today. Subhanallah. Look to this hadith. We need some Muslim doctor, bacteriologist to do research. The Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, I say it in Arabic first, He said, sexual secretion is under each hair in your body. Hair in your body. Sexual secretion. This is going to be medical miracle. I'm not aware yet of some that could be. I didn't look at it. Sexual janaba, the Prophet says, sexual secretion under each hair, so you should do it. You should do it. Each hair. And you, sister, when you have a bath, also the root of your hair, water should come to it. Remember, you know, each hair on your arm, on your leg, on your chest. Remember this great hygienic measure, measure prescribed by the Prophet Muhammad You don't find it anywhere. So it's not just simple, quick flushing of water when you have intimate relation, after you have intimate relation, husband and wife. It's more than that, consciousness, awareness to clean, the, to wash the root of every hair. I bet many Muslims do not know that. What else for hygiene? Our beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu cut your nail. Your nail. Not to grow your nail like they do today. Like fox and tiger. Allowing germ, virus, bacteria to go under your nail and God help those women with nail if they are cooking and doing the food for you in hospital in hospital or in school or or at home or in restaurant nail another fascinating prescribed hygienic measure the West doesn't know it WHO doesn't know it what else? Removal of hair, pubic armpit. I think again mentioned every 40 night. The hair under in your axilla, the hair around your genital should be removed about every 40 days because they can sweat, they can give bad smell. Sweating could be around. They can have lice. They can have jam bacteria to grow. WHO, non-Muslim doctors, they don't know it. They never mention it. Covering the hair, I touched on it before, especially you, sister. You are the most hygienic. When you wear a scarf, my dear sister, when you are out on the road, and virus and bacteria and jam are full in the air. And you, brother, 
if you cover your head, it's a good idea to avoid accumulation, stagnation of virus, bacteria on your head, subhanAllah. Related to the hand I said before, shake your hand, shake hand by right hand. A great hygienic advice. And always be, my dear brother, sister, conscious. Left hand for dirty thing, right hand for clean thing, for touching Quran, touching the wife, touching the baby, etc. What else? Physician Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you remember last Sunday I discussed my contribution with this birth of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Muhammad the physician to mankind, I mentioned some of this before. In sneezing, in cough, in yawning, avoid droplet and cross infection. Ya Salam, cover your mouth. Cover your nose, cover your mouth in yawning, etc. Look at that. Look at that. Prescribed more than 1400 years ago. The WHO just waking up now with COVID 19 and coronavirus giving us this advice. Now, only in 21st century, they're giving us this advice. Grow your beard, beard, lahya, sunnah. By the way, a large number of non-Muslims are growing your beard. Perhaps is it related to fitrah, natural fitrah of man. Growing your beard, we discover, not we, non-Muslim doctor scientists with research here in London, discovered between the hair of the beard, antibiotic, antibiotic. Antibiotic. Not men, most Muslim doctors do not know that. You know, in the beard itself. Obviously, we are requested also to uh, to be handsome, uh, to take nice care, tidy of the beard, etc., and to to relax a bit, as you have antibiotic between the hair of the beard. What else? My beloved prophet, physician Muhammad has given us more than 1400 years ago. And now WHO and doctor in the world say, circumcise your boy. Circumcision. Chitan. First, for the hygienic measure, especially for urine accumulating, you know, a drop of urine accumulating, and on top of the penis, there is pocket, germ, virus, bacteria, smell can come. It, it, it deprives the man from sensation in the relationship, etc. What they said now, about two, three years ago, WHO, after doing long scientific medical and study in Africa, they divided a large number of African, half who had circumcision, half who didn't have circumcision. What's the, what's the conclusion? Yes, Salam. 
they say we discover those who had circumcision did not have HIV AIDS, they say. Did not, not all, but they say 60%, 60% people in Africa, whatever their religion, circum had circumcision, they avoid 60% of HIV and AIDS. Look at that. Just this simple sunnah. How much saving humanity? How much saving in finance? In, in because at 50, 60 million, a lot, many million die from aid, etc. Still no cure, no treatment as such, you know. It's coming from Prophet Muhammad He didn't study the virus, bacteria, etc. As you know, he was illiterate, cannot read and write. And this what made this man, Prophet Muhammad, truly Prophet of Allah. To bring all these hundred and thousand of health medical prescription, yes, salam. All right, all correct, all healthy, all hygienic. Yes, not single one wrong. Subhanallah. Look to another precaution. I heard it from brother. I'm not still, I want to find the source of it. You know, beautiful. And uh, West waking up to it, to do it. The saying, Islamic saying, the Islamic saying, after having intimate relation, husband and wife, after passing even one drop, pass and we wish even at least one drop. Now, the West discovered that. Discovered that how it can affect your health to have infection in the genital organ, etc. after your intimate relation. You know, now they say it now. I know this Islamic saying 50, 60 years ago from a brother. And he got it from some place. I'm not sure yet. I love to find the, the reference, you know. Another thing related to this issue of urine one type of punishment in the grave. One type of punishment in the grave. If you, in your daily life, pass urine, go to the toilet, pass urine, and you don't take care and precaution after to avoid drop of urine going in your pant, in your knicker, etc. Look at that. Look at this hygienic measure following us in the grave. Ya Allah, following us, reminder. In the grave, reminder for you, because many people, non-Muslim, and I believe many Muslims, or some Muslim too, they don't take precaution after urination 
passing urine, to stop, to dry out your organ, to avoid any drop to go inside. What a great precaution. What a great advice from Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu to make them aware to avoid the torture in the grave. May Allah keep us all away from any torture in the grave. What else recommended to swim in Islam? In the sea, highly recommended. In a clean sea, not sewage as we have in England, in Britain now, coming to the sea where people swimming. It's a big scandal now in United Kingdom. Sea swimming is antiseptic. It's tahur. Recommended to swim in Islam. And you and me have done swimming about nine months in the tummy of our mother, subhanAllah, in a clean, sterile water. Ya salam. Ya salam. Sea swimming, tahur. Water to drink. Clean, clean drinking water. We have hundreds of millions of non-Muslim and Muslim, poor people, refugees, victims of disaster, of war, of earthquake, of flood. Unfortunately, and because of poverty, human being till now, maybe billion, haven't got facility for clean drinking water, for sewage, etc. Subhanallah. It's a big responsibility on all of us in the world. You know, and to have sewage system, etc. Today is widely spread dirty, unhealthy, unhygienic drinking water, you know, and dehydration to a lot of people today. Even let me give you one one thing, you don't think about that. You know the tap water in UK, in France, in US, we drink it. The tap water from the sink, there's question mark more and more and more about the harmful chemical inside the nice looking tap water. I, you know the, the love, the attractive, cold, light blue water bottle. I touched on it before, still neglected by Muslim. Still our Muslim doctor not educating well by and large in the world that this lovely bottle you pay for it, you buy it, can give you cancer from the interaction of the plastic with the water. And still I see majority of Muslim buy. And you know, not only the health aspect here, the aspect of recycling. There is a big problem in the world. All plastic bottle suffocating. The sea, the river, the soil, the, the forest. There. Unbelievable. This many people don't think about it. They say, oh, we should work on recycling. And you find the bottle, plastic, he buy it, she buy it. 
and danger to the health, giving cancer, you know, and they forgot this bottle in their hand. SubhanAllah. There is a new growing thing in the West, SubhanAllah. Use for multiple use. They call it multiple use. Not just once drinking water so away. Multiple use. You know, olive oil bottle, for example. Anything contained in bottle, not to throw away. We are suffocated in the world with all this rubbish plastic item suffocating us all today, unfortunately. One thing fascinates me. It will fascinate you. Our dead body has to be washed. Look at that. Washed. Obligatory, you have to wash your body. You know, except as I heard once before, a shaheed, martyr. You don't worry about washing. Special case. There must be some good explanation for that. After this, washing. We are clean people. Washing. Washing all the time. 15 times a day in wudu. Washing bath, shower. You know, cutting the nail. Shaving the, the pubic hair. The hair in the axilla, etc. After this, washing. Another thing I have to say, but I think I couldn't carry on now. Unfortunately, time has run out. And it looked to me, I have to finish the rest of this subject, inshallah, next Sunday, if I am alive, with the campaign coming in same time in the world, world washing hand. So, I hope, to be alive, to do it next Sunday. And please, my dear brother and sister, if you like the talk, please take it from the website of CII Radio. Spread it, share it, send it to all doctors, Muslim and non-Muslim. Make it leaflet, YouTube, etc. This subject alone will bring a lot of attraction to Islam, especially from doctors and hygienist people. So if you like it, you're happy with it, spread it, make it leaflet. Uh, let's have some group army of Muslim doctors to discuss it to their own Muslim patient, to discuss on CII radio, on Muslim TV, etc. May Allah make us all following the teaching of hygiene in Islam. May Allah make us clean. May Allah accept our deed. May Allah avoid us hellfire. May Allah keep us on the right path. Mustaqim. Please, my dear brother and sister, do dua for me. Thank you for listening and thank you CII for giving me the opportunity to talk to you every week. 
since maybe about 25 years. Alhamdulillah, may Allah accept it. Thank you for listening. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, people, don't go anywhere. Time for us uh, to go for the Isha Azan, and uh, thereafter we will uh, join you all on the other side of this. With the pertinence uh, punctuated with Sheikh Shoei Maida coming up, and uh, thereafter, Maulana Salim Karim uh, will be ending of the show.